Drama City's got that small town mentality. Come promote your music. Come talk about your insanity. No need to keep it PG, so feel free to say whatever you please. You can talk about the weather. You can talk about religion. You can talk about the news. Doesn't matter what you say. Just for sure what you say is true. But don't worry, just come through. We can have some laughs and giggles. We can even spit some riddles. I'm some fire instrumentals. Yeah, that's how we get down. Drama City's got that small town mentality. 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 Hey, we're here. It's been a long time. <laughs> I don't remember when I released the last episode, but it's been probably a month or so. Anyways, I'm Ben. You know who I am. Uh, and Randy's here today. Don't you be telling them my son bet your name now. <laughs> and we don't have a guest because for some reason this town does not like anything to do with podcasting. <laughs> the people in this town are pretty private. Yeah. People in this town are, they like to keep to themselves. I mean, when it comes to their business, they'll talk about other people's business all the time. But Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Turn this up a little bit. I feel quiet. Yeah. Maybe it's the headphones. I'm not even hearing you coming through them. Am I? Oh, yeah. There you go. Okay. Sweet. Let's do that on air. All right. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. But, yeah, when I first started this podcast, um, I went downstairs to the thrift store, and I said, hey, I started a podcast studio upstairs. And she's like, here in Evanston? Why would you do that in Evanston? I said, I mean, it goes all over the world. Like, it's not... (laughs) It's not just one place. That's one of the benefits of having a podcast. Yeah. It's not like radio frequencies where it let you lose it after 30 miles. I exactly. mean, people play this stuff in England and Ukraine, all, all over the place. Russia, if we mention Russia. Yeah, Russia download. Um, we've got like a top 100 list once, and I cannot remember. It was like Malaysia or something. <laughs> We're like top on their list for a second. Mm. Cracked the top 100. I don't know what they were listening about. Yeah, well, uh, listen to listen. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna try to keep this thing afloat, and hopefully, like I said, summertime is rough right now. But hopefully, this winter I can get on track and do weekly again or something. Yeah. My every weekend is is so packed, man. We always do. We're always like out of town. We're going to Lagoon or something. Yeah. Bear Lake camping. That's the thing because in Wyoming we get like four months that aren't winter. Yeah. And everybody's trying to do as much as they can in those four months because we're going to be all shut in. Yeah, it's a struggle. And when only having Saturday or Friday and Saturday off, that's like the time to do things. Oh yeah. So my wife just like books me solid, and I'm like, all right, I guess I can't do a show this week. <laughs> And usually you're working, and yeah. I like to have somebody else. I've thought about doing, like, a solo show. I don't know if I could keep myself talking for that long. That's been my concern, too, because I've thought about just sitting and ranting. Uh, I haven't thought about, like, trying to do, like, a portable setup Yeah. in the car 
and just drive around and just go on rants about whatever's pissing me off or whatever I'm thinking about. And I was going to call it thinking and driving. Mm. So, Is that a running title? Yeah, it's kind of a working title. But, yeah. <laughs> and that's the only thing is like, can I keep myself? Because you listen to somebody like uh, Bill Burr mm. and he yeah. can just go. I don't understand it. There's a couple people that do that. Yeah. Um, I think mine would just end up getting depressing <laughs> after a few minutes. I just start like going into the philosophy of my life. And uh, honestly, I have a a really good life, but like this men in depression shit doesn't get talked about a lot. Mm-hmm. And it, I definitely, I'm self-diagnosed, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't really want to go talk to a therapist, so I try to avoid it, and I just do podcasting instead. <laughs> but, like, some nights, man, I just get in my head, and, you know, I'm sure a lot of people have the same thing. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's pretty common. And if I were to come in here some night, and I'd just probably, people would be like, are you going to be okay? <laughs> yeah. They'd download the episode and, like, hit me up. Are you gonna, you're not going to kill yourself, are you? <laughs> no, I just... uh I just philosophize my life sometimes. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, I have, uh, I can't remember, I think it was, ang- I think they called it anxiety-induced depression. Yeah. Is the way uh, a psychiatrist pre- uh, phrased it. And the way she put it was basically you wear yourself out to the point worrying about everything to the point that you just numb mm-hmm. yourself out and then you become depressed, which... I told Randy that this episode might get a little real. <laughs> he said, we'll just talk and see where it goes. Um, but, yeah, I my, I don't really have the anxiety a little bit. Like, I don't like crowds a lot. Right. And I don't like – so we'll do, like, an after party or something, and I'm always like, who's coming? You know what I mean? Yeah. I just don't like people around that I don't know. Right. And uh, so I suffer from that. And then I get in my own head a lot about – Everybody hates me. Uh, you'll never be anything. That's kind of my depression. And it happens like almost every night. Um, I can fight it a little bit, but sometimes I'll get like into these things with my wife and then like halfway through it. Because I know, I know my issues. I know that they're my problems. And so like halfway through the argument, I'm like, oh, yeah, my bad. That's just, that's my brain. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's the same way with me and my old lady, man. It's. She, I'll, I'll go off on a rant about, you know, Tic Tacs. You know, there yeah. used to be so many in a pack of Tic Tacs, and now there's so many fewer, and this is just how they're ripping us off. And, who's gonna... and I'm like, halfway through, I realize I'm having an anxiety attack. Yeah. Because that's what my anxiety attack It's not me hyperventilating in a corner. It's me just going off on a rant like a televangelist on cocaine. Yeah. You know? And, uh, you know, a lot of people don't realize that's an ang- that is an anxiety problem, too. Yeah. Um, and she just sits there and just fucks around on her phone. Let's me get it out of my system. Yeah. yeah. Mine's always been, uh, just everybody hates you. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I've accepted the fact that everybody <laughs> hates me, man. But I, st- I mean, they say that it takes a, a certain level of narcissism to like do a podcast or something. Yeah. Uh, I- what makes somebody want to listen to you? What makes you so special? And you kind of have to think that you're special enough to have people listen to you. I don't know. That's bullshit. That yeah, is- I think so, too, because I don't feel 
confident in anything I do. <laughs> well, no, that's bullshit because everybody's got a story to tell. Everybody's got something to contribute. Yeah. You know, um, something that I grew up hearing all the time is that everybody has something to teach you. Yeah. You know, everybody knows something that you don't. You can learn something from everybody. And uh, Craig Johnson, you familiar with his work? I'm not. Uh, Craig Johnson is a novelist. He lives here in Wyoming. He is the author of the Longmire series. Okay. Yeah, I know what that is. And they had the show on Netflix yeah. for a while. And I went to a book signing of his because I go to every one I can because this is the most charismatic cat you've ever met. I mean, he talks to a crowd of people waiting for him to sign their books like it's just a few friends in his living room drinking beer. Yeah. You know, in some cases there is beer. I actually had him sign a beer once because I'd never seen a rainier beer before his book signing. And, uh, you know, me and uh, me and Emily picked up a bottle and said, you know, can you sign this for Or a can said, can you sign this for us? <laughs> we didn't know this was a real brand. So uh, I went to one of his book signings, and he said that inside every person there is a, there's a writer. You know, there's yeah. a writer inside all of us. The problem is there's also an editor inside all of us. Yeah. And that editor just chokes the shit out of the writer for most people. That's my life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the only form of writing I've ever done is, and a lot of people know this now, I guess, if you've, if you've listened to the show anyways, that I used to be a rapper when I was like 18, so I used to write a lot of rhymes and stuff down, but that's like the only form of writing I've ever done. Um, I do want a comedy, right? Yeah. I would love to do stand-up. Well, I would consider this a form of writing. Yeah. I mean... Writing's just a sophisticated form of talking. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I always said I'd love to do stand up like but it comes down to those issues I was telling you before yeah. where I think everyone hates me and you'll never be anything in your life. And that comes down to stand up too, like you couldn't do that. And I just get hey, in my own head about everything. Dude, hate him back. Be yeah. an insult comic. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Just find a guy in the front row and be like, What the fuck's up with your shirt, dude? <laughs> you really wearing that out here tonight? Yeah. Am I being punked? Are you Ashton Kutcher? It's a dated reference. Yep. Oh. I've been watching a lot of uh, comedians in the cars getting coffee. Oh, yeah? Like the last couple of days. Yeah. Fucking Seinfeld, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's an all right show. Um, some of the parts are funny. And you get to, you kind of get a little bit of an insight on some of your, your people you grew up watching, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of a cool thing, but. Uh, it's not as comedy packed as I, you know, am used to in shows, but yeah, but I don't think it's designed to. No, it's I mean, just it's, it's designed to entertain, but it's not designed designed to be uh, it's comedic. Pretty much the same concept as a podcast. Exactly. He's just hanging out with his friends every yeah. week. Exactly. <laughs> Which is the exact reason I started this. I wanted to like, I listen to podcasts. I lo always love them. I was like, I want to do this. And so I set out to do it. Um, but for some reason, for me personally, I have to have somebody with me in the room. <laughs> yeah. So before I could get started, I had to find a co-host. But yeah, since probably episode two or three, it's just been like, hey, let's get some people in here and hang out. And to me, it's just like, that's an excuse every week to hang out with your friends and drink and just bullshit yeah. on a microphone. So that's how the whole thing started. And it's kept going to what? This is 104 or some shit? Yeah. Somewhere in there. <laughs> um, 
I haven't had this hard of a time doing it uh, this whole time. But like I said, I started a new job. only have two days off a week. Summertime. Right. It's been rough, but... I hope, man. I hope I can keep it going because, I, I, like I was telling you, this is my form of therapy. Without it, I feel like I didn't get it out. Right. <laughs> it's just been building up for the last month. <laughs> right. Uh, just need to get it out. Yeah, I totally <laughs> see that. I feel the same way about stand up. Yeah. And you should do you should do stand up on one of the open mics here. I know people have told me. Uh, I just like I said, I can't get out of my own head about it. And uh, sitting down and writing is hard. I heard uh, being a stand-up comedian is like one of the hardest jobs there is because you have to like sit down and write, and you have to make an entire room of people laugh. Yeah, and that's hard. <clears throat> yeah, I, and I can only make myself laugh most of the time. And there's also a lot of uh, there's also a lot of throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, first, you just got to kind of make peace with the fact, you know, at, one, at some point I'm going to die. Yeah. You know, it may not be tonight. It may not be tomorrow, but. It'll be on my own terms. Yeah, I'm going to get up oh. there and <laughs> it's going to be horrible. And, yeah, you know, and I'm just going to not have it that night or the material I'm working with is just not going to be great that night. And uh, I told you about the time I died in front of a college group, a uh, group of college kids, right? No, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, my God. Sorry, I keep moving the microphone. You're all right. Well, I've got my sinuses are all congested, and I don't want to just breathe into the microphone like I'm making an obscene phone call. Fat <sighs> people love that, man. <laughs> Podcast critics. But uh, no, so I'm doing a college, right? And it's uh, like an open mic type thing. It's yeah. not like I'm billed or getting paid or anything. You're the headliner. Yeah, so I go and I get up there and I start doing material. And, you know, some of my materials about my weight and I just got all these like 18, 19 year old kids just staring at me like, why is he fat shaming himself? <laughs> yeah. Get him to a safe space. Get him to a safe space. He's going to hurt his own feelings. <laughs> we needed a trigger warning. That's what we need. Yeah. And then I do a bit because, you know, I have a bit about uh, taking my girlfriend to the OBGYN. Yeah. And uh, that gets kind of graphic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the girls started kind of laughing, you know, a couple of chuckles out of the girls. The guys are looking at me like I just picked my nose and ate it. I mean, they are completely grossed out. And I'm like, you boys better lighten the fuck up. Yeah. This is part of the job, man. Yeah, self-deprecation is a big part of comedy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I was talking to my wife about this today. It's about only stories that you could tell. And it's about bringing people into your life and making it funny to them. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I'm I talking think, about. I think you're overanalyzing it. Maybe. The only, their only rule is that you have to be funny. Yeah, I guess. That's really the only rule. I mean. Maybe that's just my own personal. <laughs> you, can be, you can be offensive. You can be squeaky clean. Oh, I'd like you to could, be. I'd rather be you offensive. You like Yakov Shmirnov and just have that one thing that you do with the, the in Soviet Russia. Yeah. You know, which I know he's done other stuff, but that's the one thing he's known for. Yeah. Or Jeff Foxworthy was the same way with the, you might be a redneck, you know? Yeah. There's no rules. You just, you just have to be funny. That's the only thing. And funny subjective. So. But I don't think I'm funny though. 
It's nope. a problem. <laughs> That's the thing. People who think they're funny aren't funny. I could. I guess. Dude, I'm not trying to make any enemies, so I ain't going to say no names on this podcast, man. But I could name you a few comedians that I just don't think are funny at all because you can tell they think they're the funniest fucking person in the world. Yeah, I've seen that. A lot of times, it's like I've built my whole life around comedy. I may even be one of them. I don't know. Hmm. And I've, you know, I've seen all the stand-up specials. You know, I've watched all the movies. I, I dive into all the TV shows. Like stand-up is just like a huge part of my life. It's like something that I truly enjoy. And uh, I lost where I was going. Okay. <laughs> So there's that tidbit for you guys. You just know that I really love comedy. <laughs> big comedy uh, fan. Yeah, I'm sure you, fig- you could figure that out from hearing this podcast, though. It's, it's not funny? No, that you oh. enjoy comedy. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I enjoy comedy more than... Uh, there's a lot of people that say I'm a comedy fan, and it's like, do you know these awesome stand-ups that are not on TV constantly? Usually it's not. It's like you've got to enjoy all comedy, not just what's in comedy. Right. Right. It's kind of like being a music fan. It's like, you know, you're a music fan. Why? Because you like, I'm not going to embarrass myself by trying to name anyone who's on the radio right now because I'll just yeah, out yeah. myself as no an idea. old fart. Yeah, I have no idea. But uh, it's like, okay, but what, 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 what about the history of it? You yeah. Know, what about the... Uh, Un, more underground influences that paved the way. Like uh, we were listening to Nirvana today. Yeah, I've well, been on a big MXPX kick, man. Well, like uh, I've been on a Bloodhound Gang kick. <laughs> <which is> weird. <laughs> you like to do it like they do it on Discovery Channel. And the uh, why is everybody always picking on me? Yeah. And, uh, fire, water, burn. Yeah. But. That and a lot of Static X ever since I learned that they're touring again. Nice. So, But, uh, yeah, it's like, you know, you okay, you know, and this is where you kind of toe the line because it's hard to put. It, it's wrong. Well, I won't say wrong. I don't like to put labels on it as far as you're a, you're a fan, but how much of it do you know mm-hmm. or any of that because that kind of paves the way for uh, gatekeeping, elitism. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, you know, you're not a true heavy metal fan unless you can name every Dio album in alphabetical order off the top of your head. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's some of that in comedy, too. (laughs) It's like, I just enjoy it, man. I don't. Yeah. But it's crazy because I went back and I watched Rodney Dangerfield. And Mm -hmm. I think anybody who hears the name Rodney Dangerfield just conjures this image of uh, Rodney Dangerfield in their head. And you can probably... You know, think of his catchphrase, I get no respect. I heard that he started comedy, took a bunch of years off to raise his family, yeah. and then went back to comedy in like his late 40s. Well, and then went, that's when he got big. Well, he went, uh, he met his wife, and this is just from the documentary that I'd seen recently. Uh, he met his wife, and she was a jazz singer. And they both said, you know what, we're just going to quit the business and settle down and get married and raise a family. And uh, she kept her into the deal, but he just couldn't stick with it. So after, I think it was like 12 years, yeah, uh, he went back to it, and they ended up getting separated and divorced. Then they got back together, and uh, she passed away. 
And this was at the height of his career. Yeah. This is what really impressed me. Because at the height of his career, she had passed away and they had two young children. Yeah. And he said, well, I'm not going to go on tour and go to Vegas and play these shows for sacrilegious amounts of money. You know, instead, I'm going to take out a loan with the, and go into business with a buddy of mine, and we're going to open a comedy club here in New York. Mm-hmm. Or that might have been New Jersey. But, yeah. yeah. I know the club. I just can't think Danger of the name fields. of it. That's what I thought. Yeah. I was just about to say it, but if I was wrong, it's the same thing you were saying about music, elitism. Yeah. I was like, if I get the name wrong. You just hear the cube, keyboards clicking. Yeah. If I get the name wrong, everybody's going to be pissed. But, but yeah, yeah Dangerfields. I've heard of that, yeah. But, yeah, and like in the 80s, I didn't know any of this until last week. Yeah. You know? And in the 80s, you had people like Sam Kinison, mm-hmm. uh, Andrew Dice Clay. All these guys had gone yeah. through Dangerfields. Yeah. Uh, Dice just started a podcast on the Gas Digital Network not too long ago. I heard he had a pretty good deal in Vegas going. Dice? Yeah. Maybe. That's what I heard. No, it wasn't. I know Dice did something with him. It might have been Attell. He might Attell might have got a just started a podcast. Yeah. Speaking <clears throat> of Vegas, you know how we ran into you at Walmart? Yeah. And uh I probably shouldn't be telling the story. <laughs> but Emma, but they've got the wall of TVs and they're doing all the trippy stuff to show how good the graphics are in yeah. the four K H D element OP. That's the one I bought, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> And they're showing off all the graphics and stuff, but they're doing it with all the trippy, bright colors and yeah, slow and the flowers and the flowers and all slow. that. And Emily's like, man, I bet it would be weird watching this if you were high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you get high and, and go back to Walmart? And I said, woman, <laughs> I've been trying to talk you for weeks. I've been trying to talk you into going down to Vegas where weed is legal. <laughs> mm-hmm. And let's eat some edibles and go to the aquarium. Or go to their Walmart and watch the TVs. <laughs> I guess. I don't even I don't know. I've never been to Vegas. Like they, I've been to Vegas a lot, a lot of times. Yeah. Sometimes by myself. Uh, I don't think I've ever taken my wife there. Mm. But yeah, when I was a kid, <clears throat> my dad would do, he was overseas working for Chevron, and he would do a month on, month off. So it was like 28 days on, 28 days off. Right. And as days off, one of the things we would do, like all the time was go to California to visit my family and all that. Cause that's where his parents lived and mm-hmm. stuff. We'd always go to Vegas and then we'd go to LA, Hollywood, all that stuff. And then we'd travel down to my grandparents. So we did that like once, twice a year, maybe probably right. like for 10, 12 years, something like that. And I just, like I said, spent most of my life on the East coast and yeah. uh, then I come out here, but I don't really gamble. I don't really, you know, you can gamble here. I, yeah, I guess. I mean, you got the <laughs> Somebody just won $24,000 out of there. Jeez. That's like I've, right down the street. I've never had the budget to gamble, in my opinion. I don't really either. <laughs> I do think about buying a lottery ticket every now and then. Yeah. Just like once a week, buy one. Because I guess, I mean, it's kind of a waste of money, but you can't win if you don't play the game either. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, yeah, it's kind of tricky. That here, Here's the thing. Uh, do me a favor. If you go... To buy a lottery ticket, just look over your shoulder. Shoulder. If you see me standing behind you in line, don't buy the fucking ticket. Just get it next. <laughs> yeah. Because I, the last three times, it seems like the later I am for something, the more likely I am to get stuck assigned some son of a bitch that wants to buy twenty fucking lottery tickets. Mm-hmm. 
And then you find out that store just sold a winning ticket. And I know I know it was that motherfucker who just dropped $40 on a fucking ticket. Yeah. I'm sitting there wishing him ill, and now he's rich. God damn it. Uh, I used to say I've never won anything in my life, which was true for a long time. I didn't even win, like, a free pop. You know, they used to do the free yeah. ones on the inside of the cap. Never once won one of those. <laughs> he looks at his cap. <laughs> um, well, it's got something written there. I just don't know what it is. It's a free pop. Um, but, yeah, last year, uh, Plains Tires was doing that um, win this truck. Yeah. And I, I put in for it, and I won, like, the second prize, which was, like, $400, you know, worth of whatever at Plains Tires. Can't argue with that. Yeah. <clears throat> and they're doing it again right now when this truck. I'm going to go in there and try it again. Yeah. I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah. I'm going to give it a shot, even though I'm pretty sure I wouldn't win anything unless it was a free ass whooping. I'd win yeah. I'd win the hell out of that. Well, it doesn't cost anything to fill up. You just go in there and use their tablet and like oh. put your email address in. That's about exactly. it. I think somebody in Alpine or some shit won last year, the truck. Mm. I mean, it's uh, winning a truck sounds nice, but they got all the taxes and all that other crap to pay. Yeah, but I mean it's a lot cheaper than buying a sixty thousand dollar truck. Yeah, but still, you're out like four grand to get it registered and insured and all that. <laughs> well, you know we need a second vehicle. Back taxes. Yeah, well, you know we need a second vehicle because we're both kind of running around in the same one. So yeah, you know, we're hopefully we can do something about that. And if I, I can uh, win, a, and if I can win a damn truck, that'd be even better. I bought a $200 truck, and it needs a new fuel pump, and it's sitting in a field past the hornet's nest, and I don't want it if you want it. <laughs> um, it's an 86 Ford F-250. Mm. <laughs> I come from a Chevy family. I might get disowned. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't run. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, it just needs a fuel pump. But, yeah. No, we were... Uh, but yeah, we could use a definitely use a second vehicle. We'll figure something out though. Yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely entering that thing to figure out what's. Uh, well, I came close, man. I was one of three that won something. Yeah. And I was talking to the guy. We went to the car show last weekend. And oh. I was talking to the guy from Plains, and I said, "Hey, man, am I going to win that truck?" And he said, "If anybody could win it, it'd be you." I mean, <laughs> so he kind of gave me a boost of confidence there. I was like, yeah. "Oh, maybe I'll try it." Man. Sorry, just the car show. Mm-hmm. Uh, my old lady dragged me to that because she's the car freak in the yeah. family. Yeah, she's she's the car freak. I'm more of the computer freak. Yeah, um, I'm a bit of both. But she is. Uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I guess I'm a bit of both. I'm just, I just, I was never that big into cars when I was yeah. a kid or anything. You know, my stepdad was a mechanic, and I used to joke that you know they beat the hell up, they beat that right out of me when I was growing up. Yeah. I know I know how to hold a flashlight, and that's it. I'm that's a big fan. I know. Of, big fan of classic cars, man. But, uh, um, lost my train of thought. Oh, so yeah, she dragged me to the car show. There's the thing. I've got a sprained ankle. Uh huh. You know, I sprained my ankle a couple of weeks ago, and uh, so I'm walking around this car show, and I'm just in the worst fucking possible mood you could be. I mean, I'm wanting to slap the fucking. Drinks out of people's hands. There's a kid on crutches. I'm about ready to kick that crutch out from under him. I'm just uh. pissed off. And I'm going through the car show, and apparently I am just the funniest motherfucker on the planet when I am just pissed off because I had her in stitches with some of the shit I was talking. 
And I don't remember any of it because I was just in a pissed off mood. Yeah. Huh. Just because you didn't want to be there? Because I didn't want to be on my foot. Uh, and it was a lot more walking than I anticipated. Yeah. Because she didn't say, oh, we're going. You know, she just she asked, did you want to go? I'm like, sure. And I forgot. It was like three blocks straight of walking down. Yeah. You know, so by the time I get halfway down that second block, I'm like, son of a bitch. And it was hot as shit. Oh, it was hotter than a bastard. My it was wife, hotter than a fresh fuck fox in a forest fire. <laughs> My wife always uh, does the pin-up competition every year. Last year, she won first place and got a, a trophy or a plaque, I guess, because uh, they had three, three um, what's it called, classes. Mm-hmm. One was like 60s, 70s, and 80s, and she did 80s and won uh, for 80s. And this year she got runner up, but she didn't win. But uh, she got all dressed up. She had this pink polka dot dress, and she got her hair done professionally, and her makeup, and she looked just like, uh, do you know, Mad Men. I haven't. This I'm TV aware of the show. show. Yeah, I'm aware of the show. Like, Don Draper's wife. She looked just like her man. Okay. And she looked fucking banging. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Shout out to my wife who looked really hot that day. <laughs> Yeah, that was it. Was a good show. It was a lot of newer models, though. Yeah, I noticed that too. It's, uh, it's an all-around car show, I guess. It's not classic, but uh, I'm a, I'm a bigger fan of the classic well, stuff. Well, even with all-around car shows, you usually see more classic cars than what we saw mm-hmm. last week. Yeah. Plus, it was the beer fest, the brew fest. Yeah, we went out. Me and my wife went out that night because um, after the car show and brew fest ends, they leave that entire Kate's block closed down mm-hmm. and you can just like drink out on the street <laughs> and so we went to kate's and hung out and that was the other thing because i was you know it was brew fest and i was just sitting at home on a fucking sprained ankle yeah you like brew fest i i like you know I, I like the food more than i like the beer yeah i could see that because they've got some damn good food vendors at these things yeah and uh i mean i don't i'm i don't turn down the beer yeah you know not getting up on some kind of a, you know, anti-drinking, you know, holier-than-thou Mormon thing here. But Speaking of drinking in public, uh-huh. um, so we go, we got Lagoon Passes, and we try to go a couple times a year with the kids and stuff, but we always plan like one or two days a year that's just adults. Right. So adult day at a theme park essentially is walking around and being completely wasted. It's <laughs> pretty much what we're going to do. Sounds fun. Yeah, I want to get like super trashed and then get in the uh, go karts. Oh. <laughs> I think that's gonna be fun. I mean, you're closed. You can't go anywhere. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's got bumpers on the end. Always wanted to do the same thing with Mario Kart. I could just never get the people together. Yeah. But. Real life Mario Kart. Hmm? No, I mean get drunk and play Mario Kart. Uh, I think the bumper cars would be fun too, but I might throw up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do a lot of rides. Um, like, it's mostly for my wife and kids, but I like to just go and hang out, but I don't do a lot of rides. Yeah, speaking of motion sickness and throwing up, you know what I found at the thrift store just downstairs uh, yesterday? What's that? Um, they had the Gear VR headset, okay. the virtual reality And headset. your first thought was porn? No, not oh, really. Okay. That would be mine. I mean... 
I think we had this conversation before. Just you know, you got several your, times, several times. <laughs> you got your head covered, and you're just sitting there doing your thing, and you're just jacking yep. it like a fucking spider monkey. Yep. And somebody walks in, and you have no idea they're there. Mm. Uh, I have played the games on VR. They're not great. I don't know. I'm a fan. I like them. Just, well, maybe it's just the ones I downloaded, but it's a niche. It's a niche market. Well, I've been. I was playing the uh, PlayStation. Ah, uh, okay. Because so I've got Doom. Here's the thing. We got... I think there's better games on PlayStation than the ones you get for free on your phone. Oh, yeah. Oh, they got Minecraft VR. I'm curious about that. That'd be kind of fun. But uh, no, but the Gear VR, I got it for like five bucks from down there. Nice. And I'm just sitting here like I... Because I'm just a real penny pincher. Yeah. Well, not really a penny pincher. I'm bargain hunter. I don't know what you want to call it. But like two years ago on Black Friday... We got, no, it wasn't even Black Friday, but it was a sale, but we got the VR headset for the PlayStation. Yeah. And so we got this thing, and it's awesome, and we've got all the demos for it because it comes with the free demos. I don't think they even make the Kinect for Xbox anymore, do they? The Kinect? Yeah. Free Xbox? Free Xbox One. I don't know. Because I haven't seen any at Walmart. I don't know, and that's a shame, too, because I really enjoyed uh, the Kinect. Yeah. You know. I don't know. Um, with the Xbox 360, they had some pretty good games. They had the UFC Ultimate Trainer. Mm-hmm. I swear that was the only time you got my fat ass up to exercise <laughs> to do anything. It was that UFC Personal Trainer because it tracked your movements, it made it counted your reps, you know, and it was it actually made it fun. Huh. Um, seen that one. So yeah, we get this VR headset from uh, Walmart, like in Logan or somewhere. Yeah. And it's about two years ago, and it's a steal. We get it for damn near half the price you'd normally get it for. And we're just sitting on this damn thing for like a couple of years because we can't afford the games for it. Yeah. You know? So a couple of weeks ago, all the fucking VR games were on sale. Like Borderlands 2, I found it for like 20 bucks. Uh, Fucking Doom VR, I found it for like 8 bucks found all these VR games. I'm just so excited to play these fucking VR games. And I'm cleaning out the living room so I can stand there and play my fucking VR games. And now I sprained my goddamn <laughs> ankle. And now I can't play shit. You can just use the hands, can't you, and sit? I guess so. But, you know, especially with the Doom VR, you have to manually turn around. Doom was fun. For When did it first come out? I think the first Doom game was for the 64. No. If I'm not mistaken. No? no. First, first Doom game came out in, like, 93, hmm. 92, 93 for the PC. Okay. Well, the first one I think I had was 64. Yeah. No. I'd... Yep, it's gone. Oh, Jesus. But I remember it being really fun. And uh, who played the live action? I think it was uh, Rock. Was it The Rock? I think it was The Rock. I think it was the, uh, the guy who plays Bones in Star Trek. Oh, maybe. And The Rock played, like, the bad guy in that movie. Oh, okay. I knew he was in the movie. I've only watched it once, I think. Yeah. Uh, reportedly, he stole the BFG from the set. Hmm. Took it home with him. Nice. Who wouldn't? Yeah. I mean, who's going to stop The Rock from doing anything, really? Pretty much. <laughs> I wouldn't get in his way. You're good. All right, I'm, I'll just step over here. <laughs> Go ahead and have that. Pretty much. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, Doom's been around forever. The first video game 
or the first uh, first person shooter I ever played was Wolfenstein 3D. Hmm. And this is this is how crazy it was back in the 80s and the early 90s, uh, because I would play it on my mom's computer. Hmm. It, was, it was my mom's game, <laughs> <laughs> and and she's like, you know, you know what? I think you'd enjoy this. Come over here and play this game where you shoot Nazis and. You know, you have to find your way out of this puzzle or find your way out of this uh, maze. First computer we ever had, uh, I think it was like 750 megahertz <laughs> or something, and everything was on a floppy disk, and uh, you just had AOL. AOL may have actually came later, but I remember like you can only have one game at a time <laughs> from a floppy disk. But yeah, I remember that. I was listening. I heard somebody uh, had a coworker was listening to dubstep, mm-hmm. but it wasn't good dubstep. Because <laughs> I don't want to hate on dubstep. There's a lot of dubstep out there that I like. Yeah, I don't mind some of it. But some of it's just an accumulation of annoying sounds j- thrown together, mm-hmm. just designed to get on the nerves of anyone over thirty. Uh, but uh, you know, he was listening to it and it sounded like dial-up. Yeah, that's what it sounded like to me. I'm like. I can't even, you know, first of all, you know, th- kid, this is what we listened to so that we could take like, you know, 90 minutes to download a fucking song. Yeah. And that's if you went to the rich kid's house and did it from his computer. I thought I heard somebody knock. Is that just me? I didn't hear shit. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> also, going to school was uphill both ways, and I, yeah. I don't know where I was going with this. I saw a meme the other day that said... um I was talking to an 18-year-old, and I told him, you know, we used to get Netflix in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, we did used to get Netflix in the mail. Yep. <laughs> and you had to return three, and then you got three more. And it's so fucking jacked up. Because have you ever seen the show Neon Genesis Evangelion? Uh-uh. It's uh, anime. Okay, then no. It's like one from the, uh, one from the 90s. Late eighties, early nineties. I couldn't tell you the exact date, but yeah, you know, that that I remember watching that series on Netflix because you could literally not find it anywhere else. Yeah, and Netflix just released it online because you can't find it anywhere else. Hmm. I don't know, man. I got this app on my phone. It's got pretty much everything. <laughs> it's a good series. It's kind of depressing. Yeah, that's well, good, and that's what you want in a cartoon. Oh yeah, <laughs> depressing. Uh, That's what you wanted a podcast. Oh yeah. Speaking definitely. of earlier. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't know. Is there any depressing podcasts that are successful? There, there probably is one more successful than ours, mm. which is depressing in itself. I suppose so. <laughs> I don't know. Do do we want to just sit here and name other podcasts that people could be listening yeah, to? Yeah, we could do that. Let's do that. Let's just go down the list. I listen to a lot of fucking podcasts, man, and I still run out. I, but I also drive a lot. Yeah. Put in uh, 458 miles last night. Mm. It's good times. Where'd you come from? I went. I started from here. I went to Rock Springs Loaded, and then I went over to Montpelier and Soda Springs, Idaho. Mm. And then I came back to Evanston and then did a load to Evanston. How'd I do it? Yeah. It's gotta be. It's gotta be more fun driving. Sorry, it's gotta be more fun driving in the summer than it is in the winter. Yeah, winter's not great. Yeah, I bet. Um, 
That reminded me yesterday when I did when I went up to Rock Springs. So every time I go to Rock Springs, I have to load out of there. Mm-hmm. I stop at Cruel Jacks. I don't know if you know where that's at. Um, it's a little gas station right off the side of the road. It's like the first exit into Rock Springs. Yes, I do know where that's at. Yeah, uh, I know exactly where that's at. Yeah, it was down the street from my old office. They got a A and W in there now. Oh. And every time I go up there, I got to stop for some cheese curds because their cheese curds are the best. And I posted this on Facebook yesterday. But there's this weird kid running the cashier, and he's just saying, like, all kinds of weird stuff to all the customers. And, like, I just got done ordering, and I walked to the side, and, and there's a lady behind me in line. And she's, he's like, what's up, Fox? I'm like, what the fuck? And she had, like, a Fox logo on her shirt. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is wrong with this kid? Anyways, I'm sitting there. I get my drink. I'm waiting for my food. And this uh, other girl was coming out of the back room. She was going to bring me my food. Well, he takes the bag from her. He comes over to me, and he's like, there's my little truck driver. And then he hands me the food. And I was just standing there for a second like, who would say that to someone? This is a male cashier, by the way. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, okay, uh, real, hold on a second. Cause hold on. Come, 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 come here, let me talk to you. Can I buy a gram? <laughs> yeah. Because you on that good shit. What the know. fuck is going on with you, man? I don't know what was wrong with that kid, man. But I, after he said that to me, I was like, my little truck driver, what the fuck? <laughs> Just go up to somebody you ain't never seen before in your damn life. My little truck, like it's my little pony. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my Some God. People, I just man. went to a weird place. Yeah. Just thought of a cartoon about like four. How many ponies is it on that show? Four? A lot. There's a lot of ponies. <laughs> There's way more well, like, than four. Like the main cast, I mean. Like, There's probably like ten main ones. Uh, either way, so like four like cartoon truck not, drivers. I'm not a brony getting... or anything, but you know. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've watched the show. It's I do not know a bad the show. I do know all their names. No, I've watched the show a couple of times. It's not a bad show. It's... Well, I've got kids. Yeah. <laughs> my my daughter is obsessed with anything unicorn or pony or pink. So we do a lot of those shows. Cool. But yeah, you know, I've seen I've seen a couple episodes of it. It's not a bad show. It's pretty well written. You know, there's shit out there that's just absolute trash that kids are watching now, man. Yeah, YouTube and all that. My my son's obsessed with YouTube stars, but they're all ones that play video games. They're not just they're not the one. Like he started with the ones that played with toys. Like, why would you want to watch other kids play with toys? That never made sense to me. But then he moved on to the video game ones where I can kind of kind of understand because then. Like, he'll learn stuff about Minecraft or whatever, and then he'll play Minecraft and try to do that. Right. So I get where he's at now in life. Yeah. Well, plus if, uh, you know, if a game comes out and you just can't get it right away, you know, you can see what it's about before you buy it. Yeah. So I can see the logic. Markiplier is a trip. I don't know if you've ever watched his videos. He's one of the, you know, guys who mostly does Let's Plays of video games. I never really got into that YouTube stuff. He also does try not li- Oh, dude, I'm huge I, into YouTube. I watch YouTube for music and, like, to help me fix things, and that's about it. Yeah. Uh, I do that, too. That's yeah. probably part of the reason I spend so much fucking time on that fucking website, which I hate, by the way. Like, how do I drop ship? <laughs> uh, I'm just, I wish something else would come. I wish there would be a Facebook to YouTube's MySpace. That's what I want, because they have been jacking around the creator so much. That's its own fucking... Uh, uh, I miss MySpace. MySpace was good, uh, and I wish Facebook would would integrate this because um, 
Nobody really goes to your profile. You know what I mean? But the customization of your profile was the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. And I wish Facebook, because now, I mean, I don't think My, MySpace could come back if they wanted to. I don't know. I know they're still around. I just don't know what the hell they're doing. I have no idea either. I think somebody bought it for like a butt ton of money after like everybody already left. Yeah. I think it was Justin Timberlake, to be honest with you. I don't know. I think he owns MySpace. <laughs> so what was your old MySpace profile? Oh, man, I couldn't tell you. I changed it so many times, but I was like, in the MySpace days, you became like this amateur web developer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it was so cool. Like, I used to know all the codes to all the different colors. Yeah. And I just code all my profiles. And I was always changing the backgrounds and stuff for to fit my mood if I was depressed or if I liked a girl or something. Because <laughs> back in the, I was like 16, you know. And I remember mine was. Uh, and you got a theme song. Yeah. So whatever profile you went to, you got to hear their theme song pretty yeah. much, which was awesome. Yeah, I remember mine was, it was a Deftones track. I'm trying to remember which one it was. Minerva, I think it was. Hmm. Minerva by the Deftones. You get, you go to my profile. That's playing. The background uh, was Spider Jerusalem, which was a character from a comic book called Transmetropolitan. Mm-hmm. And if you're at all interested in we're reading a fucked up comic book about the future, that was written in the 90s and has mostly come true. Huh. It's The Simpsons of comic books. Dude, The Simpsons ain't got shit on Transmit. Okay. Drama City Productions. It's a podcast network that brings you several genres of podcasts. Movie reviews, true crime, comedy, interviews, and much more. Visit dramacityproductions.com to find all the amazing shows today. Find Drama City Productions on Twitter and Instagram at DCP Network. And stay in touch with the network and all the podcasts available. DramaCityProductions.com, where podcasting lives. I'm, I'm telling you, like... They have called a lot of shit, though. This motherfucker came out in 1998. Yeah. Do you, you remember 1998? I was the, 11. Yeah. The motherfucker, uh, the main character, had smart, had Google Glasses. Basically, huh? Maybe, maybe they didn't predict the future. Maybe somebody just made the things that were in there. Like that. Well, that's an awesome idea. Well, I know that happened with Star Trek. A lot of scientists and engineers were big Star Trek fans. So when they made cell phones, they made them flip out like the communicators. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the same thing as The Simpsons. That Warren Ellis is the guy who wrote Transmetropolitan. I think he just reads a lot. And yeah, the people who write for The Simpsons read a lot. Didn't he predict like Trump becoming president, The Simpsons, or something? They didn't. But I'm pretty okay. sure for a really long time he said he was running for president for he, like years and years and years. He he announced that he was thinking about running for president on the Oprah Winfrey Show in 1982. There you go. See, so, so they didn't he really. Pre- He'd been playing with that for a long time. I don't know if they really predicted that. More yeah. that they heard that and then made a joke about it. Well, the year that that episode that had that joke came out uh-huh. was 2000. There you go. In 1999, he released an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal, which was basically him flirting with the idea. You can look it up on the internet now. Yeah. And it was basically about him flirting with the idea of running for president. Yeah, a lot of people said The Simpsons predict the future. I don't know if it's really predicting the future more than making jokes on things that have happened. Yeah. I think it's just The Simpsons uh, writing staff, at least they used to be, you know, were very smart people. Uh, 
Fuck, wasn't it Futurama that had like 80 years of Harvard or Ivy League schooling? Yeah, I don't uh, know. Between the bunch of them? Futurama was pretty good. Yeah. You know, so you got some really smart people in these writing rooms, and they're, uh, they read a lot, and they keep up with current events. And but trans Transmetropolitan, which has nothing to do with transgender people. I was just going to say. It, it doesn't. Is it's Metropolitan a, a name that somebody came up with? <laughs> It's uh, no, it's just a. All right, you ever seen Star Trek: The Next Generation? Yes. All right, imagine that on crack. Okay. <laughs> and I don't not just because the main character is a bald guy who looks a lot like Patrick Stewart. My mom was way into that show. But uh. Also, Xenon, the Warrior Princess, and yeah. Hercules. Xena and Hercules. Yeah. Xena, yeah. Those shows were. They were, they were, they were, they were, they were fun. I just remember watching them all the time because my mom was obsessed with them. I just couldn't enjoy them because Jack of All Trades got canceled. Yeah, and I loved that fucking show. Bruce Campbell was just a nut. I'm trying to think back on all the shows that were like constantly on my TV, my tube TV, my thirty thousand pound tube TV. It was yeah. like thirty one point two inches. <laughs> See, you're lucky, man. You don't even know it. My my mom had me watch. I've seen every episode growing up with my mom. I've seen every episode of Designing Women. Mm-hmm. I've seen every episode of The Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. My mom watched a lot of X Files too. That's a big one. Yeah. Have you seen uh, Paul? That movie Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they with Alien and Seth Rogen. Yeah, we watched that the, again the other day because all this uh, Storm Area Fifty One shit. Yeah. So I was like, I'm gonna watch Paul. Um. But yeah, the alien was saying that he made up all this stuff. Like he was just giving uh, everybody all this information for the last 30 years. And he's like, they said something about, made a remark about X-Files. He's like, that was my idea. (laughs) That was funny. But yeah, the, that was a, that was a trippy ass movie just all around. But I remember the first time I saw it. They were in Wyoming. They were on their way to the Devil's Mm -hmm. Tower. Yeah, yeah. And they were in Wyoming and they were in a bar. And this fight breaks out, or no, not a fight breaks out, but the band stopped playing just like the cantina scene from Star Wars. Yeah. And one of the people in the bar, if you pay attention, is a sailor in full fucking uh, uniform. Huh. What fucking naval base? What fucking naval base is sitting in Wyoming? That's what I want to know. He could have been passing through. Then why was he in full fucking uniform? I don't know. He had somewhere to be. At a fucking bar. He's going to a wedding. (laughs) I think you have to get into your full get up for like every special event like that. Yeah, but he was just, he was having a beer at a fucking bar. He could have wore a city, civvies, excuse me. I guess. I mean. I couldn't get past it. I'm just. I'm not trying to poke holes in your logic. I'm just trying to see why he was there. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, it's a mystery. We got to figure it out. Dude, have you heard this most mysterious song on the internet? No, I haven't. Uh, apparently, it's been going on for a couple of years now, but somebody found a song. It was like recorded off of a radio station in Germany in the 1980s. And everybody and their brother is trying to figure out who the hell did this song. Huh. It was like a post-punk, cure-sounding type. Uh, Maybe they should ask Germans from the 80s. They did. They uh. <laughs> Sorry, I've just, I went down the rabbit hole with this this morning. And it's like they've tracked down when it was played... They tracked down the disc jockey that played it. Huh. 
they have the name of the song, they have the full song, the full audio of the song. They just can't find the band. They just can't find out who it is. Huh. Weird. And there's an entire subreddit dedicated to a you know mysterious song and I haven't been on Reddit in a long time. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure it's the the song is actually just a message from Area 51 trying to get people to stay away. I have some things on that. And I keep yawning. It's not because you're boring me. It's because I worked all night and then I got up at like eight in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, I just I just had a nap. Yeah, I'm running off at like three hours. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I've heard a lot of people talk about this Area 51 shit, and it's like somebody made a good point from another podcast, and I can't remember who it was, but he's like, so the government trusts us enough to. Tell us all these other things. So we know about a lot of the conspiracies, Pizzagate, all that other shit. We know a lot about drones. We'll just send a drone and destroy, like, fuck up an entire town for no reason. And it's on the news. Mm -hmm. There's school shootings all the time. People dying constantly. Sending drones into countries we're not even at war with to take out one motherfucker. Yeah. What I'm saying is we know about all this other shit, Mm -hmm. but aliens is fucking too much. They're like, that's where we draw the line. They will never know about aliens. They're, you don't think they'd just be like, fuck it, there's aliens. Well, see, the fucked up thing about it we is... We know we got all these nukes and shit everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, the fucked up thing about it is... I watched the thing, it was on the History Channel, which, God, why the hell was it on the History Channel? It's a part of our history. But it was Stonehenge. about mermaids. Oh, I thought you were still on aliens. <laughs> no, it was about mermaids, and that there's this massive government conspiracy to cover up mermaids. Huh. That's just like the people who think that there's a massive government conspiracy to hide that the world is actually flat. Yeah. You know, and shit like this. And it's like, here's the thing. When you're forming a conspiracy theory, I've got nothing against conspiracy theories. It's true. If they I mean, make sense. There have been cases where conspiracy theories have turned out to be true. Yes. Okay. I've got nothing against conspiracy theories, but if you're going to buy into a conspiracy theory, you have to ask Why? I think it's because some people really want mermaids to be real. Why the fuck? No, not not why would you buy into it? Oh. Why the fuck would the government cover up mermaids? I don't know. What would they have to gain from that? That's just so millions say, of millions of dollars to keep this from us. For what? Yeah. Yeah, I think like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think aliens have been around so long in so many people's lives in movies, TV, articles, and sightings and YouTube videos and conspiracy theories about aliens that's been in our lives for so long, pretty sure we could handle it. Right. We already, well, we're, comp- we're pretty much used to it already. Yeah. Well, no, I'm, what I'm getting at is with aliens, just mm-hmm. not to drag you back off topic, but. Illegals or? No, with oh. <laughs> uh, extraterrestrials, aliens, whatever you want to call them. Uh, the theory is that, We've been in communication with aliens, and this, that's where we get all our technology. And we've or got, just innovation you know, over 800 years, but whatever. Yeah, and that's where we're getting all <laughs> of our technology, and the aliens are helping the government develop I heard all this stuff. China was like three years ahead of us on all things technology. <laughs> but, well, what I'm saying is that's plausible. Yeah. If it, it makes sense on paper. If you wrote a book about it, I'd say it was a good book. <laughs> you know, it's consistent. Yeah. It works. Fucking mermaids does not work. Why the fuck would they hide mermaids? Why <laughs> the fuck would they hide that the earth is flat? Why Why not just tell us the fucking earth is flat? I, you know. Yeah. Keep people from falling off the edge. Seemed like that would be a noble fucking gesture, honestly. 
Yeah, I don't know why they would lie about the Earth being round. I mean, you can obviously see all the other planets from here. They are all round. Why would why would every planet surrounding us be round and ours be flat? I don't know. And the science makes and sense. We spin, and we're round. Oh, yeah. And the sun and the moon go around us, which is why we have day and night. Mm-hmm. How would that work for flat? I don't even know. <laughs> that's just that's the weird thing about these conspiracy theories is it makes me believe one conspiracy theory, which is the one about the fluoride and the drinking water making <laughs> everybody fucking stupid. Yeah. There's a lot of stupid people out there. There was another conspiracy theory that the government had technology that was five years advanced, mm-hmm. and they only release stuff. Like, they just release stuff whenever. Oh, no, I believe that. You think they've got technology that far advanced? Oh, yeah. That we don't they, even know about? I don't know if you can measure it in years, but they've got shit we've never heard of. They've, they've, yeah, I guess they've so. Al- almost certainly got shit we don't even think is possible, you know? Huh. That's probably what they have in Area 51, which is why they will kill the shit out of anybody who tries to set foot up there. My thing, I had another thought about Area 51, and this is this is my personal one. So since, what, 1970 or so, there's been talks about aliens being at Area 51. So what's that, 50 years or something? So 50 years later, you think they still got aliens in that motherfucker? <laughs> You don't think they would have moved that shit in the 70s when people first started talking about that shit? Well, they denied the existence of Area 51 up until like uh, 10 years ago. Huh. And everybody they, knew about it, though. Everybody knew about it, but the government's like, you know, that, what are you talking about? Didn't happen. Doesn't exist. Huh. What's, well, what's out here in Nevada? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Well, every time we try to go out there, these military guys stop us. Eh, don't worry about it. <laughs> you know, it, just, it was like mob, mob rules, you know, or not mob rules, but. Mobster rules, gangster rules. You know, you keep your mouth shut. You, you, you didn't see nothing. I mean, and nobody got punched. You fell down. You I know? may have told this story on the podcast before, but I, when I first started with, what? Go ahead. Well, sorry, just. Uh, but as soon as uh, ten years ago, they declassified that shit. Now, and they said, "Yeah, Area Fifty One's real. Here's where it's located." And I'm like, "And if you think that there's a damn thing in Area Fifty One worth looking at." Yeah, I mean, as soon as they... Well, I mean, they, they moved it to Area 52 at this point. Yeah. yeah I know, I just said where that the all other, that shit's in Area 51. Where are the other 50 areas? I don't know. Why don't is it all about Area 51? It, that means there's 50 previous areas somewhere. <laughs> uh, not necessarily. It could be like a GPS thing. Oh, uh, yes. So you were going to tell a story about... Oh, when I first started with FedEx, we were doing a Salt Lake to... Vegas run. Mm-hmm. We did that one a lot. It was called the Triangle. We did. We went to, from Salt Lake to Vegas to Phoenix, Arizona, back to L.A., and then back to Salt Lake. It, what it On the map, it, it did not look like a triangle whatsoever. I'm not sure why they call it the Triangle run, but that's what they called it. Anyways. People go missing? <laughs> yeah. We, went, we were on our way to Vegas with our load, and <clears throat> it was probably 9 or 10 at night, and I'm going through... I can't remember what it's called. It's right outside of Vegas, like 40 miles or something. Anyways, driving through there, and I see this. I thought it was a meteor Mm -hmm. because it was like all these crazy colors. It was like blue and red and green, and it was just flying straight to the earth. I watched it hit the side of a mountain, and then I was like, what the fuck was that? And then I just see 
all these white cars and all their headlights on, and it was just it was probably 150 cars just bolt that direction, just one after another, a straight line. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I just was driving, so I I just kept going. I was like, yeah. what the fuck was that? Like, this is the part where I mind my fucking business. <laughs> yeah, I just kept driving, man. I mean, what was I supposed to do? I couldn't take a truck out to where they're going, and uh-uh. they'd be like, get the fuck out of here. But it was crazy, man. If I watched the thing hit the earth, and then just like em- almost immediately, just hundreds of cars go out there, and they were like all standard white. Yeah. It was crazy. I mean, it could have just been a meteor because mm-hmm. they like to look into that stuff too. <laughs> yeah. They probably knew it was coming, you know what I mean? They're pretty good at that, finding out what stuff's hitting the earth or whatever. You know, it could have been a meteor. It could have been an experimental aircraft. It could have been a foreign aircraft that was invading America, uh, American airspace. Hmm. I don't know. Shot know, a- aliens. It was coming in hot, man. Yeah. They had a trail. It could have been, I don't know, some kind of a missile or something. I don't know. Huh. But my point is aliens, yeah, that's, that's a hell of a thing to jump to without – further evidence yeah you know but that's that's the old journalist in me you know i need six pieces of evidence before i believe that fish like water you know well i mean location is key too i was like right there (laughs) yeah wouldn't have taken them long to get it to area 51 it's fucking watch man ty i got a fucking smart watch yeah is it dumb i didn't think well (laughs) i didn't think that it would be so smart that it could judge me yeah (laughs) (laughs) Because it's just sitting there, and it's like, you've been sitting still for too long. Time to get up and get moving. Sounds like a start of a bit, man. It's like, what the fuck? I'm sitting here doing a podcast. And you already told me I reached my step target. You coming up with a bit for that? Do what? Coming up with a bit for that? Um, like, I didn't realize kinda, this thing would judge me. Kind of playing with it, yeah. <laughs> you've been sitting for too long. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> I didn't think it was that smart. Smart enough they could fucking judge me and look yeah. down on me. You got to come up with some like other premises for that. Well, like I you was, ugly. You're like what? <laughs> well, I was rehearsing my stand up. I was just sitting in the car. I'm literally sitting in the car, eating fried chicken, mm-hmm. and rehearsing my stand up because I will record myself sometimes just so I can get it into an even flow. Yeah. And I'm literally sitting in the car eating fried chicken and rehearsing my stand up, and I guess I went on this rant about San Francisco uh yeah San Francisco banning jewels and vapes oh yeah yeah and I went on a rant about it that was so fucking I guess my heart rate got up so high that the fucking phone thought I was working out <laughs> when I was done it actually had a thing pop up said great workout <laughs> yeah it was a pretty good workout yeah California's weird because they're trying so hard to ban vaping everywhere mm-hmm. so they ran a series of tests to prove their point, mm-hmm. and none of the tests came back valid. Like they did, I heard they did fifty different vape stores with people vaping in them, mm-hmm. and they tested the air quality, and they found no secondhand, no thirdhand. There was nothing above normal levels in the air for anything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but you still banned them. What the fuck? <laughs> well, let's see. Why did they ban them? Or why do people who want to ban vaping, I can't tell you specifically why they did it. Yeah. But why do people who want to ban vaping, why do they want to ban vaping? Oh, we got to protect the children. Yeah. Oh, the poor children. Oh, think of the children. Won't somebody please think of the poor fucking children? I'm sorry. 
every time, and yes, this is the rant that got my heart rate going. So uh, <laughs> buckle up, motherfucker. Every time, every fucking time, these motherfuckers don't care about the kids. These motherfuckers don't care about kids. You know why? Because there's anti-vaxxers out there. Yeah. That's still a fucking thing. If these people cared about kids, you know, they wouldn't be going after vaping. They'd be going after somebody who's walking fucking Petri dish, watching this fucking infected bookers on a fucking lupus patient. Okay? They don't care about They don't care about the fucking kids. Care about image. They care about control. Because yeah. every fucking time, it's a pure smoke screen. Every fucking time, you're about to get some kind of a basic freedom stripped away from you they pull that same bullshit think of the children tipper gore in the 1980s when she tried to get vi or violent and explicit lyrics taken out of music it was because it was corrupting the poor children jack thompson in the 1990s when he wanted to have violent video games banned outright it was because it was corrupting the poor children he called them murder simulators you know and it was going to cause more school shootings the columbine was just the start yeah and that video games is what's doing it and we're having the same fucking conversation over and over and over. And it's because people don't want to watch their fucking kids. Why do I have to give up vaping? Because you can't watch your fucking kids. Yeah. I don't have kids. That's why. I don't make, you know, I didn't, that's why I didn't have kids, because I didn't want to watch them. It doesn't hurt the kids anyways. They just proved that. So why <laughs> the fuck? Well, the argument, the argument is that it's because it tastes like candy. And they've got flavors like vanilla and sour apple and all these other candy flavored fucking I, I, vapes. And I'm like, motherfucker, kids are not the only ones with taste buds, okay? My fat ass loves candy. You know, your regular cigarettes, they come in two flavors, cat ass and minty cat ass. I was good. I had this point before, too, is uh, when I was a kid, do you know how many 14-year-olds I knew smoking cigarettes? The fucking age difference didn't change. Just how they took it changed. People are going to smoke if they're going to fucking smoke. I started smoking cigarettes when I was 16, almost 17 years old. And at that point, I was not living with my mother. And that's a very important detail because my mama would have whooped my monkey ass if she ever caught me smoking a cigarette. Mm -hmm. I'm more, I was more afraid of my mother than cancer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still more afraid of my mother than cancer. What I'm saying, though, is they see a 16-year-old with a vape, and now it's a vaping problem. It's not a vaping problem. That's been a problem for as long as I can remember. Kids are going to fucking smoke, man. That's just a... That's probably more of a parent problem. Than, <laughs> or a... What is it called? A peer pressure problem. Some kid brought a cigarette to school and shared it with all his friends. You know what I mean? That's just how it went down. Well, you know, I mean... Now they got a jewel pod. Fuck it. Who cares? It's probably better for them than smoking cigarettes. Yeah, well, you know, it's... I don't know. I kind of look at it as like a disciplinary issue, but then again, it's easy for me to say because I don't have kids. Yeah. I've got an insubordinate cat that's this close to getting kicked out of the fucking house. Yeah, 90% of how kid The story of how kids get started smoking is taking a cigarette out of their mom's purse. Mm -hmm. So they get it from somewhere, yeah. obviously. They see their mom smoke. My kid will probably pick up vaping because that's all me and my, his mom do. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, in my case, it was my dad. So Yeah, you get it from somewhere. Yeah. I don't know, man. People are stupid. Well, you know, my point is banning shit isn't banning shit for everybody because kids might get their hands on it. It's complete fucking bullshit. You know, like video, going back to violent video games, it's already illegal to sell this shit to kids. Yeah. All right. If a kid gets his hands on the new Doom game, 
or I'm trying to think of what's really fun. The Mortal Kombat 11. First you know? stop, Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. Second stop, I'm going to shoot up the school. Yeah. <laughs> well, n- well, that's the, what they'd like you to think. But, yeah. if, but if a kid gets his hands on Mortal Kombat 11, nine times out of ten, it's because his fucking mom bought it for him. Yeah, true. Or his fucking dad bought it for him. You know, or some adult in his life bought it for him. Okay? I'm not a great and, parent, man. And that tenth time, the kid fucking stole it. So you can probably... <laughs> yeah. But nine times out of ten, if a kid gets his hands on a violent video game, it's because... You know, their parents bought it for them, so we're gonna. They, they but they wanted to ban violent video games. I let my kid play GTA Five like the last year. Hmm. Anyways, <laughs> but uh, and that's the thing. Like I said, when I was a kid, I played Wolfenstein. Yeah, I watch rated um, R movies all the fucking time. You know, on on my mom's computer. Because my parents didn't care what video game we were playing. They didn't give a shit. Yeah, my mom called everything Nintendo until. <laughs> Well, still, probably. She'd probably call my Xbox One Nintendo. Yeah. We had, like, a PlayStation 3 upstairs. She's like, get your Nintendo out of here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Nintendo hasn't been around for a while, Mom. <laughs> yeah. I think my wife started doing that, too. She calls everything Nintendo. But, you know, my point is, uh, it's already fucking illegal to sell violent video games to kids. It's already illegal it's to sell vapes, vapes to it's kids. It's already illegal to sell vapes to kids. It's illegal to sell all this shit to kids. But people want to ban it outright to keep it from falling into the kids' hands. And it's like, well, the laws that we have, I'm, I don't want to get dragged into a whole fucking Second Amendment debate about this shit. Yeah. There's another thing I wanted to bring up I was thinking about the other day because I think about shit sometimes. So, and this is actually nothing to do with trans people or LGBTQ or whatever the fuck. But there is a a point that I'm trying to get to. So with all of this modern medicine technology, we can give a girl a dick. We can give a guy a vagina. We can put a fake, like, or a pig heart into a human body. Uh We can build fake lungs for people, 3D print them. Mm -hmm. So my question is, how far away are we before we can actually be half robots. Oh, so you're talking about like transhumanism. Yes. See, that's the thing. Uh, <laughs> that's what I want to know. How far away are we from he, becoming the $6 million man? Elon Musk said he already wants to start hooking human brains to computers. There you go. I don't know. We're going to walk around with, uh, what are they called? Oh, man, I can't think of the half. Cybernetics. Yeah, cyber something. Yeah. There's uh, like a word for it if you're half human, half robot. Cyborg. <coughs> that's the one, cyborgs. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's. we got to be getting close. Yeah. Well, that's one. Uh, again, I'm going back to that old comic book, Transmetropolitan, man. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's one thing that they had. What I'm waiting for, personally. Hoverboard. Uh, like a real one. Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. I'm, I'm holding out hope for that. What I'm waiting for is let me walk you through this because it, it, this was in Transmet. And I'm starting to see the pieces come together, and I'm just waiting for that last shoe to drop. Because laboratories have cloned human organs. Yeah. I mean, they've just taken tissue and cloned a whole fucking heart in a lab. Yeah, they've cloned sheep and stuff. Mm-hmm. The FDA has approved lab-grown meat, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so that's something that they may start doing here shortly is actually growing meat in labs instead of slaughtering animals for them. 
the what I'm waiting for is for some sick fuck to decide we need to grow human parts to hmm. eat. Hmm. Because it doesn't come from a real person. It's true, but in a way, at least it's a safer form of cannibalism. Well, Nobody's we're, dying. We're going to have to have that conversation <laughs> sooner or later. And that was one that was in transmit. They had a, a restaurant called Long Pig. And that's what they did. They cloned human bodies in laboratories with no brains. Speaking of restaurants, did you see that new one we're going to get? Which one's that? Everybody's been sharing it around. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, I shared it. Let me see. But I don't know. I don't know if I'd go the full cybernetic route, man. I mean, I'm I'm still pissed off that Google Glass didn't become a thing. I was looking forward to that. Yeah, I remember seeing the commercials for that all the time. Like, didn't they used to have commercials for that? Yeah, I've seen some kind of video about it. I've got a... It, Ichiban? Ichiban? Ich, Ichiban? Old Japanese steakhouse. Yeah. Oh, they you ha- sons of bitches. <clears throat> I ain't never going to lose no weight. Says it's coming. Damn. It'll be opening this fall uh, on Harrison Drive. But I, I ate that that one in uh, Rock Springs, and it's it's one of those restaurants where they come out and prepare the food in front of your table, yeah. you know, and they chop things up and do the tricks and, like, throw food at you. Yeah. <clears throat> Man. I'm oh, sorry. I'm looking forward to that. It's yeah, it's this fall. Man. Evanston has been on this kick. I guess they hired essentially a PR person. Yeah. So the city of Evanston hired a PR person, and they've been going out trying to get people to come here. And then uh, ABC4 News out of Salt Lake has been doing, like, all kinds of character pieces on t- on the town and the people. They interviewed the mayor. They interviewed the fair coordinator. They've been doing, like, fireworks and all kinds of crazy shit. Like, they're making all these videos about the town, which is good because I've been talking about this for years. Like, we need some more businesses and more manufacturing and all that. Are you mad about that? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Why is that? <laughs> well, it's like they're going to send a camera crew up here that could have hired me. As oh, okay. I see where you're at. Yeah, I think they just hired like a whole yeah. PR department to come. Oh, like, no, not not the PR department. The yeah. news crew. The, yeah, oh, the news crew. I have the journalism experience. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, ask I've, ABC4 News if they need an Evanston guy. Nah. I, we don't even have it. We have like one TV station. I think it's like Channel 13 or some shit. And... We used to watch it all the time. It was on cable. So if you had cable, you got that channel. And yeah. it did. And it just did like a slideshow of Evanston businesses. And that was like all that was on that channel. And I remember sometimes if the guy was being super lazy, <coughs> you could turn into that channel and you just saw him like playing solitaire or something. And you could just see the mouse move around the screen. <laughs> oh, that's a fucking. That was our one TV channel. Nice. <laughs> That's fun, man. Oh, yeah. That sounds like a trip. But I always thought it would be cool to have, like, a TV, a local TV station. Yeah. It's just kind of a fun thing to do. Like, get local people that want to do their own shows or whatever and fill some time. Yeah. Whatever else. Because a lot of small towns have a TV station. Yeah. People get their own shows. They got, like, news or like public talk access, shows. Yeah. yeah. We don't have a public access TV show. Maybe you should start one. Yeah. <laughs> You got the news experience. <laughs> we need one of those professional cameras and like a room with a green screen. Yeah, well, my experience is mostly in uh, print. I said we could film the podcast, but there's a lot of swear words. Yeah. Nobody likes swear words. Yeah. The I think that's so weird. It's a weird concept to me now. Isn't it? 
that people can't stand swear words. Old people will get on to you about it or whatever else. Mm. Or you can't say that on here. You can't. Like, I'm pretty sure 90% of the U.S. swears on a daily basis. No. Where are you getting that people would be offended by swear words on TV? <laughs> well, it's like, you know, stub your toe on the counter and or stub your toe on the fucking coffee table and then tell me what you scream. Yeah, exactly. It's like this weird image that people try to keep. I don't know what it is, man. Like, so no, this these, this uh, particular fucking collection of grunts and phonetics is just somehow taboo and forbidden. We swear constantly around our kids, and people still think that's taboo. Like some people are like, "Oh, sorry, I, your kids are around," and I'm like, "They've heard it all, man. I don't know what you're talking about." But that's a weird thing to me. Oh, no. your kids are around. But it's like we had to like train my son because when he was little, he used to swear all the time and Mm -hmm. we just laughed and thought it was cute. But he was getting ready to go to school. So we had to like train him not to do that anymore. So he doesn't swear anymore because he's in school. But it's like, what's the point? Who are you? Who are you cleaning up for? (laughs) I used to have a bit. Well, I still do, I guess. I just haven't done it in a while. But I used to have a bit about how I don't I don't I don't like to associate with the family members that have kids. Yeah. Because I always, you know, end up babysitting. And here's the thing, man. My policy is when it comes to babysitting, if you're late picking up your kid, I start teaching racial slurs. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a lot of them out there. There I'm from the South. I know them all. I've heard them. And then your kid goes to school, and he says some words, and you have to explain where he learned them. <laughs> yeah, but why? That's my thing. The why raci- do you have to explain where? You the know racial what I mean? slurs? Uh, racial slurs is a little different, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, that's... I was said I had this like running joke uh, with my wife even before we had kids. I always said, uh, if my son's teacher ever calls me and said, your son called me a bitch, the first thing I would say is, were you being a bitch, though? <laughs> because if you were being a bitch, you know, you probably deserved it. <laughs> oh. I can see that going over well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I used to do that to people all the time. Yeah. There's, I dated this one girl, and uh, a friend of mine uh, called her a bitch. She came up to me. She's like, Nick just called me a bitch. And I was like... Were you being a bitch? <laughs> That's always been my thing, man. <laughs> but were you, though? <laughs> well, my thing has always been, and why the fuck do you care what Nick thinks? Yeah. What, does Does Nick pay your bills? Yeah. Is Nick your boss? I only slept with her once. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> well, <laughs> well uh, you know, my philosophy is if you don't feed me or fuck me, I don't care what you think. Yeah. <laughs> True, I guess. Sometimes yeah. at the same time, right? If you don't, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so if you don't sign my paycheck or share a bed with me, then I don't give a shit what you think. Yeah. yeah. Like, I give you the best example is you saw the pictures earlier when I had cornrows for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and it's like people are like, "Oh, he's trying to be black." I'm like, "That's too hot." Yeah. That is it. I mean, I'm not sitting here trying to use like slang that I'm not familiar with. I'm not pretending to know any fucking rapper from the last 10, 12 years. Since I was like 12 years old and started turning my hat to the side, I was set, I heard, uh, are you trying to be black for the last 
18 years, pretty much. It's one thing I heard, like, once a week growing up mm-hmm. from all the fucking assholes. It's like, I'm trying to not be dead of a fucking heat stroke. That's what I'm trying to do. Uh, for me, I just kind of developed a culture because I was really into rap. And I, my my thing was like, why are you... I mean, I think it's more racist to determine an entire race based on a form of music or culture or... Uh, I'm, I don't know what I'm trying to say on that no, last one. No, I'll follow you. Yeah, but it's like, okay, I'm trying to be black because I dress this way. Why can't we just all be people and no. develop a culture that we like? Well, I mean, that's the th- I mean, it's different strokes <laughs> for different folks. Yeah. But when you start, you know, cutting shit you Got a little real there, sorry. Well, <laughs> you cut shit across racial lines, then, you know, you've kind of played a deadly game here because... That that just leads away into stereotyping and yeah. all these other shortcuts to just not thinking, not not using your fucking brain. Um, like I grew up, man, I was into not necessarily metal as much as uh, rock in general. But yeah, it's the I same like kind of thing. Metal, you, punk, grunge. There was all a of lot that. of metal heads. There's a lot of ska guys with right. you know the jean jackets. People kind of fall into the music. You know what I mean? Yeah, and the culture the, of it. But the environment I grew up in, the area I grew up in, it was all rap and country. Yeah. I mean, to the cats I went to high school with, I was a fucking alien. Yeah. It was like me and three other guys. That's how I felt, too. You man. know? I was the only one. I, I always had my hat to the side, and I'd be bumping rap and gro- driving down the road, and I got made fun of yeah. constantly. Because yeah, because <clears throat> if you went to my high school, <laughs> if you went to my high school, there was an expectation. You either had to be wearing like a confederate flag uh, trucker cap or you got to have that Eminem <coughs> die job that everybody and their fucking brother had in the late 90s and early 2000s and looking like they got into a fight with a fucking highlighter and lost crisscross shit yeah no crisscross is a little bit that's more 80s uh, I was thinking of like the spiky of, blonde tips oh yeah 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 no I'm talking about like oh. everybody back, I don't know if there was a uh, Excuse me. We're going to edit that out. Uh, I don't know if it was the same thing up here, but it was like... I'm actually going to edit that into some more places. Do it. <laughs> That's right. Uh, no, like everybody and their brother, like all the white kids had like this Eminem haircut. It was exactly like what Eminem used to have. Yeah. You know, it was bad dye jobs and everything. I was never into Eminem, man. Still not. It kind of annoys me. I, I can't say anything about Eminem that wasn't already said by the Key of Awesome guys on YouTube. Hmm. I don't know if you have you seen that parody. Uh-uh. I'll show it to you after this. <coughs> the main thing is like you are. Oh, he's mad at the critics. What fucking critics? Everybody loves you. Hmm. He's pissed off. Why are you pissed off? I think he's mellowed out in his age now. Yeah, kind of. Besides that beef with uh mjk or whatever and i found out some shit about that though man because machine gun kelly was talking about how like his daughter was looking fine or something man yeah now at the time i knew about that but i thought they were the same age yeah but his daughter was like fucking 16 and i'm like okay kels you're wrong (laughs) you do not fucking call a man's 16 year old daughter hot i don't give a shit who you are i mean scouting but They might be sitting on the bench right now, but eventually they're going to play the game. 
it's a line, dude. And I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't have kids, so. Yeah, it's true. I don't know how I take it. Somebody called my daughter aunt. But, uh, I'm just like. <clears throat> I'm not a, a big rap star either, though. <laughs> it's like, fuck, I mean, learning that, that kind of puts a whole new fucking spin on it. I'm like, bro, you fucked up. You know? Yeah. I'm not saying he's a bad person and we need to cancel Machine Gun Kelly because he's problematic and not politically yeah. correct and blah, blah, blah. No, just that was a bad call, dude. Well, it depends on if his purpose was to... Why is it so fucking hot in here? <laughs> it depends on if his purpose was to piss Eminem off. If that was his purpose, then job well done, I guess. Because yeah. people like to bring in family members, your mama's fat, whatever mm-hmm. else. Just to get a, a run out of somebody. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I can't really. Uh, like I said, I don't really follow hip hop that closely. You know. I used to, not as much anymore. Um. Just like when I was a kid, I hated hip hop because that's it was everywhere. It was all what and you know the same guys that really loved hip hop were the same guys that looked at me like I was a fucking alien. You know. Yeah. And so it's like. You know, I had to kind of grow up a little bit to start appreciating it more and more. You know. But that said, this this mumble rap shit, man. <laughs> there is not enough children's cough syrup in the world to make me understand this Yeah, shit, I never man. really got into it. <clears throat> I was, uh, I was telling my wife this the other day, I was listening to, I was unloading, I put on some Mac Miller. I was like, damn, that was really good shit. He's a pretty good artist. Uh, he had a lot of, uh, a lot of like depression in his life, and he could like he put his passion into his music, and he could you could hear that in his songs. Anyways, it is really fucking hot in here. I think we did it, man. Just me and you. All right, cool. Got anything to plug? Um, right now, the only thing I can think of is how plugged up my fucking nose is. I gotta blow my nose. Yeah. He's on the things. He's on the Twitters and the Instagrams. Not, not as, I've been thinking about deleting all my shit. Oh, really? Like, I'm on Instagram. Um, yeah, you Randall, started the photography thing. Yeah, Randall Garner Photography and uh, Randy Garner Humor Yeah, are both of my Instagram handles. Uh, you can guess which one's which. Yeah, a lot of people move to, uh, to Instagram, man. A lot of the big name comedians just drop Twitter altogether and just do Instagram now. Yeah, it's just... I would de- I would have deleted Twitter a long time ago if it wasn't for like you know Gabriel Iglesias follows me on Twitter. Oh, nice. You know I'm like once I got him as a follower I can't just abandon that. Yeah. <laughs> Even though all people do is argue, it's Trumper. It's not Twitter. It's Trumper. It's yeah. everybody talking about Trump. Either people who love him. I've actually who been hate getting him. for a long time. I was getting no love on Facebook, so I moved to Twitter. And like the last couple of months, I've been getting a shit ton of love on Facebook. Like, if I post something about the podcast on Facebook, there's, like, 10 to 15 likes. I'm like, holy shit. I get no love on on Twitter lately. <clears throat> Anyways, you can follow us on all those things at uh, STM Pod. All around, dramacityproductions.com forward slash STM Pod. Uh, you can go there and check out. I mean, you're already listening to the show, so you know where to find it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's all we got, man. Uh, song of the Week this week goes out to Church and their song, Become the Enemy, featuring Wayland Reeves, Revis, and Thomas Church, ex-Mushroom Head. 
No shit. And, yeah. Well, I've got two songs from the X Mushroom Head. The next next week's gonna be Jeffrey Nothing. Anyways, check that out after the show. If you like them, find them, hit them up. I don't know. Do whatever you fucking want. (laughs) (laughs) Until we meet again, if we do. (laughs) No promises. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Blow me. He's a dummy. Bye-bye. Stop it.